Hi, I'm Bill Ringel, host of the audio magazine, My Quest for the Best, where we meet business, thought, and community leaders to discuss issues relevant to entrepreneurial growth. Joining us today is Monique Reese. Monique is the founder and CEO of Market Smarter, a marketing consulting and training firm that helps companies improve strategy and implement real-time business planning processes to develop a culture of execution. Market Smarter helps businesses create dynamic cultures that inspire innovation, employee commitment, and customer loyalty. She has more than 20 years of marketing and executive management experience working with both Fortune 100 companies and fast-growing entrepreneurial businesses. Monique is an executive education faculty member at the Daniels College of Business at the University of Denver. She is also an adjunct professor at the Institute for Leadership and Organizational Performance at the University of Denver, where she teaches marketing and customer experience in the Executive MBA program. Monique is the creator of the Market Smarter Growth Plan Workshop, a program that teaches CEOs, marketing and sales professionals, and entrepreneurs how to develop growth strategies and marketing plans. As a columnist and writer, she has published hundreds of articles and the author of the book, Real-Time Marketing for Business Growth, How to Use Social Media, Measure Marketing, and Create a Culture of Execution. And she's the co-author of Market Smarter, Not Harder. Monique is a frequent speaker for industry conferences such as the AMA and Inc. Magazine. Welcome, Monique. Hi, Bill. Thanks for having me on your program. It's great to have you. Monique, let's get right to it. What would you say is the single best strategy or tactic that you've used in the last six months to help you grow your business? Well, I would answer that by saying it's not really one specific strategy or tactic. It's, a, it's really the culmination of several things. And I, I really think that business growth is a result of lots of integrated activities versus I think we're all looking for one miraculous strategy or tactic that we can implement. But it's usually the culmination of, uh, of several things. So for me, uh, the, the strategy I've been working on is uh, recently just completing my book, Real-Time Marketing for Business Growth. And um, so my strategy is really getting that book into the, the hands of CEOs and entrepreneurs and marketing professionals where it can help them uh, develop growth strategies for the business. And so I'm doing that in lots of different ways. Well, you mentioned a phrase that I think is very interesting, integrated activities. Can you expand upon that, some of the concrete steps you've taken and how they integrate with one another? Yes. Uh, for me, it's uh, a combination of speaking, uh, doing some interviews like the, like the one that we're doing right now, uh, writing articles, uh, writing blogs, um, uh, really promoting the book in that sort of a way. And uh, for my business, Market Smarter, one of the things that I'm doing right now is uh, taking the training that I do for CEOs and moving that online. And uh, this is a, a training program that utilizes the, the strategy and tactics in the book where I teach entrepreneurs uh, how to develop their own business growth strategy over a period of weeks. And that program has been taught face-to-face -face for years now. And so I'm moving that online so that I can uh, reach more people and also meet them on their schedule. So I think that um, one, of, one of the things I'm trying to do is to uh, change my business to accommodate the schedule and, and uh, virtual nature of how people work right now. So it's really following the lead of your clients who said schedules are very busy, time is pressed. If you could provide something for us that allows 
us to do it in a more flexible way, we're happy to keep working with you and use more of your services. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the challenge in, in implementing that strategy is that what I really enjoy about that program uh, and, and observe that others really um, enjoy from that program is the interaction of working with other CEOs and other marketing professionals so that they can uh, collaborate on different ideas and test different ideas. And uh, when they develop a plan by working and networking with another group of people, it really helps them accelerate their, their entire business planning strategy. So that's one of the, the dynamics that I've had to really consider how to integrate into the program and do so in a virtual way. So one of the things that I'm doing, and I advise my clients to do this all the time, is constantly test and experiment with different things. And uh, that's one of the things I think that's changed the most in the last few years is, is that we, none of us really know what type of, how really social media is going to impact our business, how new things like uh, collaborating virtually and integrating that into our business model, how those things will really impact our business until we try it. So I think that we've got to have a very healthy appetite for experimenting all the time and evaluating what works and, and constantly change. I think that's a terrific emphasis because a lot of business owners, CEOs, don't test as much as they know they ought to. Can you help us through, walk us through an example, you know, maybe a few steps of an example of, of a test that you developed either for yourself or for a client and how you developed a hypothesis and then measured the results to see whether you were correct or needed to change course based upon customer feedback? Okay. I'll talk about a client that is currently implementing a project, and we're right in the middle of it, so we're in the process of measuring results. But this is a, a client in the medical billing space, and they have been largely they, – they promote to two different target audiences. One is to the uh, administrators, administrators in an office, a medical office, and the other is to physicians, two very, very different value propositions. Well, the, the old school way of, of selling to those two different target audiences, you know, and if you think about people that sell into a medical office, it's, you know, whether they be a pharmaceutical rep, selling drugs, selling diagnostic equipment, any of those things, they've had a, an increasingly uh, more difficult time getting the attention of those people in that office, right? Mm -hmm. And it's been very much a uh, high-touch kind of a uh, mass market sort of a marketing strategy. So they'll go into the office, they'll do a lot of cold calling, they'll host lunches where people attend but don't really listen. <laughs> so it's been declining in terms of its effectiveness. And so what we're doing right now is we're moving them into marketing online and really implementing an inbound marketing strategy. So if you look at the two different types of, of marketing, there's uh, and, and put them into two big buckets, one being inbound marketing, one being outbound. Outbound is really the older way of, of marketing, which is uh, one to many. So it's direct mail, it's print advertising, uh, that sort of thing where it's this message, you know, here's how great my company is and here's why you should buy from me and hope somebody will see that and resonate with that message. Inbound marketing, on the other hand, is the process of distributing articles, participating in webinars where your target market will be participating. It's, it's really creating thought leadership around a specific topic 
and saying things that are relevant and interesting to your target market. So, for example, they're, uh, they're doing these different types of inbound activities, some of them being seminars, uh, webinars. We're doing um, – uh, the CEO has just started writing a blog, and that blog has its own uh, search engine optimization strategy. It has its own uh, strategy around where we're um, placing that blog and connecting and linking it. So you, you can see there how much strategy and tactics are very, very much integrated, right? So the well, strategy it's a new way of thinking. It is, yeah, yeah. And you need both. It's, so you, you know, strategy and tactics are very much um, uh, important here because the strategy is thought leadership around a CEO blog, and this is just one piece of it, but the mechanics of getting that blog to the right places uh, so that people will actually see it, so the target audience will actually see it, is, um, is a whole other strategy. So, so to answer your question about how we're going to measure that, we are right now integrating that into some software that will help us measure social media analytics as well as their website analytics. And then we'll also uh, measure the, the number of inbound calls from, uh, to, to the sales force and, uh, and several other measures. So there's, there's not one simple measure of what's the return on investment right now for a specific program. It's really looking at these integrated activities that we're doing and looking at both the short-term and the long-term impact of those combined strategies and tactics. That is a lot for CEOs who are taking this path, and it's lucky for them that there are experts out there like you who have written books and offer services for that. What would you say, though, to someone who's wrestling with these questions and issues about what they should be asking themselves to help figure out if they're ready to take this step? Are you saying specific online marketing or to take the step of uh, really thinking about marketing in a, in a different way, into a more integrated way? Let, let's take it the second way, thinking about it to do it integrated and incorporating both inbound and outbound marketing. One step at a time <laughs> is what I would say. So there's all kinds of activities. Marketing has become so complicated. And you know, I think what you do is you uh, look at some different strategies that you would like to implement. So let's say um, if a CEO has not written a blog and they would like to um, implement that strategy. And it's, and it's a good one because it not only uh, conveys thought leadership, but, but writing a blog and then promoting that on the first page of a website is great for um, SEO, search engine optimization strategies. Search, en search engine optimization is getting your website found um, on Google coming up high in search terms. And so if you've got content that is continually refreshed, that, is, that accomplishes actually several different objectives. And so therefore, you don't want to look at just one measure. You want to look at a number of different measures to see what, how, you know, how you're moving the lever in terms of impacting your customers, being able to reach new customers, and then ultimately engaging in a conversation with them so that you can help them. So it, sounds, it may sound a little bit more complicated than, than it is, but it's, it's, it's really a number of, of integrated activities that a business needs to look at. And so this is why I take really a back-to-basics kind of an approach with business planning and business growth strategies, which is to say develop a, develop a, a business and marketing plan. 
um, by, by putting a plan together, you can look at each one of these different components and how they work together in order to achieve a greater result. And then you're and I think that a lot of people will appreciate the fact that you're offering a plan so that they have a context for understanding the progress that they're making. Exactly. And the book that I just wrote has a lot to do with real-time planning. So when I say business and marketing planning, I'm not talking about the old school method of create a plan once a year, you know, it sits on a shelf where it's not really used, it's not really integrated into a business, but it's really operational in scope so that it's, once the plan's created, it can be continually updated in real time based upon how well tactics are, are working and uh, adjusting as necessary. So it's very much a process. It's, it's, uh, it's an ongoing process, really, for, for uh, developing business growth and then managing business growth. That's right, and it requires careful attention. Like you say, it's not just writing a plan and putting it on a shelf. You've got to pay attention to it day in and day out in order to make sure that you're moving in the right direction. That's right. Let me just change gears for a moment, if I may. Mm -hmm. um, you've certainly taken your business to a new level, and I'd like you to, to reflect on what might be a particular turning point for you in your business when you started to think about your business, yourself, your capabilities, the contribution you're making in a larger way? You know, I've had lots of turning points, Bill. You know, it's interesting because uh, my business changes as, you know, I think the entrepreneurs will appreciate what I'm about to say, which is my business changes as I change, meaning right. that my business right now is very much focused on helping the businesses that really want to learn and grow and implement strategies and tactics in a different way. So I'm very much focused on not so much the number of people that I'm that I'm trying to reach, but really the quality. And it's about helping people. And you know, I look at the economy and where it's at right now, and I, I think there's a lot of people that are that are searching for you know a better way, an easier way to implement strategies and grow their business. Uh, so that they can provide for their employees. And so um, I'm very much in tune with the entrepreneurs that want help and want to learn, that are interested in creating a, a company culture that is responsive to the needs of their employees, the needs of their customers, really all of their stakeholders. So um, I, I think, you know, in summary, it's looking at values-based companies. So it's not about the, the, uh, the quantity of people that I'm helping. It's about the, the quality of the individuals and the companies. It's those that really want to create healthy, thriving cultures. Now, that's a really unique aspect of your business, Monique. How did you come across or develop the idea of focusing on values-based companies where you look to impact their culture, not just teach them a bunch of new tools, but you really want to impact their culture and how did you come to understand the tremendous difference that that makes? To answer your question, that is actually what drove me to write this book. I, was, ah. I intended to write a book. Uh, so the intention when I first started writing this was to write about growth strategies and, and tactics and social media and really what's changing about the marketing planning process. But as I was writing the book, um, there were several things that, that um, I was thinking about. And one of them was just... Uh, my experience in working with companies, uh, both Fortune 500 as well as fast-growing entrepreneurial companies, and what I uh, really noticed, and I'll tell you the statistic that, that was you know, somewhat of a turning point for me, and that statistic that I came across was that 90% of employees don't understand their company's strategy. 
And so looking at that, I had, I had thought, well, why is that, you know, and, and I thought about it and I thought, well, that's, you know, that is my experience. That's my observation in working with companies, especially large companies, is that people don't really seem to understand the strategy and, um, uh, and I had to ask why. So as I, as I talk with different CEOs and they say, well, you know, is it my strategies or is it that my people don't know how to execute? And the thought was that it's really, it's, I mean, it's both of those things, but it's also something else. So if people aren't executing, I had to ask, well, why is that? And the answer is culture. It all comes back to company culture. If people don't understand the company vision, where, where the um, founder is trying to take their company, what the company mission is about, what the specific goals are, and then the strategy to reach those goals, they can't possibly execute them. And they don't know their role in them. They don't really understand their role in making that strategy uh, happen. So therefore, you know, company culture is, is a critical component. And so uh, there's companies that really understand that and get that. And then there's others that think culture is, you know, this fluffy kind of a topic. And uh, so that, that for me, um, as I look at, you know, a major turning point in my business and how I think about business uh, is, is very, very critical. Well, the fact that some CEOs you encounter or even who are listening to this interview think about strategy as something fluffy tells you something significant about their culture, doesn't it? It does. And, you know, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, well, it's not, maybe it's not so funny. It's kind of sad. But, but uh, that, that turning point that you were referencing, because uh, I hadn't thought about it that way, but I was um, working in a, in a large company. They'll remain no, nameless, but there was a um, – an executive team, and one of the main strategies for the company was a healthy, thriving culture. Well, at the time, I was responsible for organizational development and leadership, and one of the top people that was on that executive team came up to me and said, so, Monique, why are you working on this fluffy people shit? You know, in essence, why aren't you working on something, you know, working on something else? And in that moment... I realized he just didn't understand the the broader context for why we were trying to get people engaged and aligned in really understanding the strategy. So a, a strategy can't possibly be executed unless the people are aligned and understand it. And it sounds incredibly simple, but it's not that easy to implement. And a, a company has to be very, very focused on uh, not just the strategies they're developing, but how those are being understood uh, by the people that are actually executing them and how people are aligning around that specific strategy on a day-to-day -day basis. Sometimes, sometimes the most profound insights are incredibly simple, and it requires um, insight in order to be able to, to draw that out and articulate it. I think that you've shared some great ideas and strategies with us today, and whether you know it or not, you, you sharing your experiences and insights will be an inspiration for others who are also looking to attempt to lead change and measure market research more effectively and navigate their way through the rapidly changing marketplace and landscape that business is today. So I want to thank you for joining us on my quest for the best, Monique. That was absolutely my pleasure, Bill. Thank you very much.